0: So we are talking today about Article 15, which is a Bollywood
1: film. And also an article in the Constitution of India.
0: Yeah, what is that all about?
1: I think it's an article that prohibits uh, the discrimination by state on the basis of uh, race, caste, gender, and place of birth, as far as I can tell.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. And religion too. So no discrimination based on all those. We know how well that works.
1: A movie made on the issue of caste is so uncommon and so rare that the fact that a movie like this is getting made alone makes it worth watching. And it is a bold movie, touches on a very important theme of caste and particularly based on real-life incidents around how several girls were raped and killed on the basis of their caste and how that was suppressed by the community. I only wish that the filmmaker had been bolder in pursuing the topic with more confidence. They raised such a critical topic and had the audacity to make a good film around it with great actors, well-produced, yet they pulled their punches. They pulled their punches in the ending when they try to wrap up the whole story with a nice little resolution which is artificial and forced in the context of the movie and definitely in reality even in those cases upon which the movie is based it never happened that they were able to resolve those um, dilemmas that clearly other area it pulls punches is that it does not ask hard enough questions of the protagonist. The protagonist is an upper-caste boy who is well-educated from St. Stephen's in Delhi, wanders about in the village. And the lens of all the discrimination and the caste war is seen through his eyes. It would have been much more powerful if the protagonist had been somebody who was from a lower caste or a Dalit. In fact, there were a couple of very powerful side characters in the movie that should have played a much stronger role. We never saw their personal experience. One of the characters who is uh, shown to be a rebel leader of the Dalits um, even talks about, in a beautiful poignant scene, uh, how limited a time he has to rest in the war for justice that he's fighting. Yet we never get to know him and his life and the fact that he is in love with a Dalit woman that is never explored. So we never really get to see the plight from the viewpoint of the Dalits. We see it only from the intellectual frame of the protagonist and his educated wife, who is also a justice warrior in a big city. That, I think, kept a distance in the movie. It could have been much more powerful otherwise.
0: So I actually thought that using the character of and Khurana as the main protagonist was actually very powerful it just didn't push the boundaries enough because you know people like you and me have a lot in common with someone like that in the sense you know went to good schools are from higher castes and were pretty oblivious to the whole caste situation and even upon returning from america to india multiple times we've been oblivious what do you have to say about that did you find anything in common with that character and was there anything redeeming there
1: I think the character is well-edged, and I think his journey of being cast blind to waking up and discovering that caste is a real thing is a very important journey. It is surprising to me that everybody I knew learned about Gandhi's struggle for freedom, learned about the book he wrote on experiments with truth, about his non-violent struggle to get the country rid of the British colonial rule. We might even know about Nehru and his book on discovery of India and how he reclaimed the very notion of India from the annals of uh, history of subcontinent. But nobody really knows the most critical of the founding fathers who gave us the constitution of India, that is Ambedkar. And even if people know by name Ambedkar, they have no idea about his intellectual contributions to how India became a republic. Why we celebrate a parade on 26th of January every, every year is thanks to Ambedkar's constitution. And this man wrote a very critical pamphlet called Annihilation of Caste in 1936, which was a speech he was invited to give to a Hindu group that was against caste system. His speech was considered so radical that he was disinvited even by the reform group. He published the speech nevertheless on his own terms and the speech called for annihilation of the caste system and he was very clear that just because we are quote unquote tolerant and want to promote intercaste marriage and intercaste communal eating is not going to address the question of caste. His belief was that the foundational tenets of Hindu religion that divide the entire society, it's in the shastras. If you don't abandon the basic deepest tenets of the division of caste as defined in the Hindu shastras, no progress is possible. It's a very radical view, and that's ultimately what he is trying to put in the Constitution. The sad part is not that I'm exceptionally well-read on him. The sad part is nobody is. That He is one of the founding fathers of the country. We don't know the basic concept and the struggle that he, as one of the founders, had with the other founders who had a different vision of how to solve the problem of society. Nauru was partial to him, but Gandhi necessarily was not. So there are some foundational conflicts in how the country came about, how the constitution was codified and written by the primary author who was trying to remedy 2,000 years of ill through the act of constitution. Not clear that he was fully successful, but nonetheless that discussion, that idea that caste is a very relevant factor, um, we are blind to it. We are so blind to it that we live in a country that has a constitution and yet we don't actually know even the primary conflict that the constitution is meant to address.
0: Wow, that is significant. Even I didn't know that that had uh, been Ambedkar's uh, journey and that he was that significant to our constitution because, as you said, our history books just didn't... Talk about it. Do you think it was some sort of an intentional thing for, of the upper caste Hindus to make sure that the curriculum didn't give him enough credit?
1: I don't even want to make it about intentionality of a particular group. I just think that history books are always written by the people who control the state. And the state has been predominantly Hindu. Yes, and upper caste the, Hindu. Upper caste Hindu. And therefore, they have controlled the narrative. The challenge is not that the narrative has been controlled by them. The challenge is many of us who are educated don't see the alternate narratives being presented. And yet they're there, they're easy to discover. And ultimately, coming back to the movie, the movie does a great job of challenging the narrative of an educated person who might think that there is no caste. So in that context, it is a relevant movie, but the issue is so profound and so structural and so deep and persistent that the movie should have pointed out the issue, not necessarily try to give easy answers, which is never successful.
0: Yeah, that, that, those are great points. Having talked through all this, would you recommend people go go see it?
1: Absolutely. I think it's a critical movie and it must watch.
0: Okay, that's great. This was really... Um, insightful and I learned a lot and I really think your forehead is cute what was that (laughs) thank you very much Anurag Videra
1: okay